When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that's never fully dressed without a smize. <laughs> Wait, oh my god. Is that is that a noun? Did you just invent a way to use that word? No. Oh, you can smize as a verb, but a smize is the uh the the facial appearance. Let's like smile. A smile or smile. It's in the diction it's in the Banks dictionary, first edition. Great. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today, we're going to talk uh, about disability. We're going to talk about disability on the heels of last episode's wonderful, <laughs> <laughs> calm <laughs> happiness. <laughs> but by the way, it's, while we're talking about last week, I just want to say we got a lot of very nice messages. I specifically got a lot of nice messages personally as well. So thank you for all the, the kind messages. It was weird and difficult and good i don't know it's weird thanks everyone y'all are cool yeah it's anecdotal like we don't have data against this at least i don't think we do and um it we clearly seem to have touched a nerve like lots and lots of people have said really awesome yeah. things and that's yeah it's it's great so thank you yeah yeah uh so, so news yeah news okay great oh Time no 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 no, no 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 no, no, no 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 what no what? um how are you mike no, I don't oh, care. I'm... Okay. Oh, sure. You can answer, though. That's <laughs> fine. Uh, I have a correction. Uh, we got oh, a yeah, correction right. on Instagram, and we said that the word, I think you said it, but I agreed with you that um, the word Nazi is not allowed in Germany. It is the Nazi salute that is not allowed in Germany. You can say the word Nazi. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. I'm not German, but I wouldn't necessarily go around screaming it. But that is what this person said on Instagram. They didn't give me explicit permission to say their name. So I'll just call them S and they probably know who they are anyway. So thanks. Thanks. I'm I, I feel thrown under the bus. I don't I don't know if I said that. I think you said it, but whatever. Um I don't think I did. I <laughs> sa I said uh I was talking about the Robin song uh and she says you're a Nazi creep and you were like, "Yeah, cuz you can't say Nazi in Germany." Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> I mean, you can't. It might be legal. Thank you for the correction, but you still can't. I mean, don't, like... can't or don't or won't or willn't or shan't. All of the, I guess all of the above. Okay. Okay. Now you can do the news. Okay, great. The news. Uh, so right out of the gate, going to start with the pressing. Are you ready? Isn't so it's the news? Yeah, this is a regular news. Great. Great. On, on this last Friday, Friday, May the 8th, Roy Horn passed away of COVID-19 complications. He is the Roy of Siegfried and Roy, the tiger people <gasps> in Las Vegas. Uh, what gay gasp oh just i i've heard of that person yeah he died at mountain view hospital in las vegas on friday uh, he tested positive for the virus last week and the cause of death was complications of covid19 according to the new york times um he and his partner siegfried fischbacher had one of vegas's longest running and most successful shows um so 
I, I didn't realize that they were together together. Like I knew that they were like, they were too fabulous to be straight, but I didn't yeah. realize that they were like also banging. Like I, I had in my head that they were, but I didn't know if I just made that up. Cause it just made sense. Or if I actually knew that, you know, like Bert and Ernie, like, are they actually dating or, I, or do, do, do we just think that, <laughs> you know, I can't, I forget if it's been verified, you know? <laughs> What are the other ways in which Siegfried and Roy are like Bert and Ernie? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember the attack? The yeah, the, the 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 Manticore, the White Tiger attacked Roy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know that any. I don't remember the details. Like you said, a couple weird words in there, but um, but yeah, I remember getting attacked. Yeah, it was two thousand three. It was a long time ago. Um, and that was the end of their Las Vegas show. And yeah, really put a damper on their Las Vegas <laughs> show. Well, he like he legit almost died, and it also happened Wait, he in lived? front of the audience of thousands of people. Um, Hold on, but... he lit. He survived. Yes, he died of COVID nineteen, oh. not of tiger attack. <laughs> well, when you said that, then I assumed the other one had died of the lo- the tiger attack. I didn't. Okay, no. okay, I-, I remember it, but apparently not very well. Anyway, he is survived by uh, his partner, Siegfried, and a brother. And, um, yeah. I didn't... More gay celebrities that I didn't know were actually gay. <laughs> Moving on. Are you ready yeah. to move on? Please move on. Okay. When I... Do you know what Tories are? Amos? Yes. No, they're... That's, they're, like, uh, that's one category. <laughs> There's something about UK government. Yeah. So basically, like, and people can write in and hate, hate mail and correct me if they want to. But basically, in the UK, if you say Tory, you're talking about American Republicans. Like, they fill the same shitbag niche of being a dickface. So, cool. uh, and and it's it's a it's a, it's a Tory government right now with Boris Johnson in charge. Um. Anyway, so there was a. How do I want to do this? What order do I want to do this in? So Rory Stewart was a Tory cabinet member who was running for mayor of London. And he has pulled out of the race. And um, when he was when he was running, he was asked whether he thought trans women should be allowed in women only spaces like toilets and changing rooms, which is a right that they already have under the UK's Equality Act of 2010. And he said, quote, I'm instinctively worried about that. Partly because when I was prisons minister, we had situations of male prisoners self-identifying as females, then raping staff in prison. And um, so on the 7th, just a few days ago, the Ministry of Justice uh, came out. Lord Keane, who is a barrister and the spokesperson for Minister of Justice Business in the House of Lords. How about that for a fucking title? Damn. uh, Said said that quote quote there have been exactly zero reported incidents of any type of sexual assault against prison officers by transgender persons um uh, he he was asked officially to report back the number of sexual assaults carried out by trans prisoners against women prisoners and prison officers um and uh in anyway it's just it didn't it didn't happen it didn't happen yeah. and and fortunately unlike in the united states of america apparently there are some at least some consequences for that because douchebag isn't running for office anymore 
Oh, that's good. And also there's, I didn't, that's cool. They have a law about it. We don't even have a law. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty much ahead of us by at least 20 years in everything. So now, now, now one thing, one thing that they do fuck up the way that we fuck it up is if a trans person hasn't gotten their birth certificate or, um, uh, their identification changed, they are housed with prisoners, uh, that are of the gender that they were assigned at birth. Um, even if they identify as a, a gender that's not that. So um, ba- basically, so there are there are 163 trans inmates in England and Wales who don't have their gender legally recognized. And um, of those 163 trans inmates, only 11 are being housed in the correct facility for their gender. So 93% of trans prisoners without legal gender recognition are housed in a prison that corresponds to the gender they were assigned at birth. Trans women in men's prisons, trans men in women's prisons. And um, so, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they say. They go by what's on the ID. And that, that, that's shitty. Yeah. Most of the time, apparently, there's a very, very small number that, that get like. Yeah, that's interesting. You would, yeah. I wonder who those eleven people are. Like, that's a weird. Like, how did they? How did they get it? Like, are they are they famous trans people that get special treatment, or are they? I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then plus, there's there's uh, um non-binary people. Like, if you have male prisons and female prisons, what do you do with a non-binary person? Uh, so this is last year. I found another article that said, uh, Justice Minister Ed, Ed, Ed Argar says that the government is revising guidelines on trans inmates and said that the, uh, uh, a, a minister of justice spokesperson said that as it stands, inmates are remanded in custody in accordance with their legally recognized gender, unless there are exceptional circumstances. Um, if an trans inmate does people, not, you're s- exceptional. <laughs> Uh, there is a transgender case board that will be held to decide upon the location of where the individual is to be imprisoned. I think that's interesting. And uh, at least one person in the UK has a wing specifically for transgender inmates. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, anyway, Rory Stewart is a fuckface, and he was a fuckface in public, and now he's not a fuckface anymore (laughs) until he gets some other position as a (laughs) fuckface. He's being a fuck face at home as a private citizen um okay last uh but not least i know how much you love comic book stories so uh, i i needed to i needed to let you know that um okay so there's a movie and i want to put quotes around the word movie because i don't i don't i don't know it's an animated movie and I don't. I haven't seen any ads for it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So there's a movie that dropped on Tuesday, May the fifth. Uh, it's called Justice League Dark: colon, Apocalypse War, but Apocalypse is spelled A P O K O L I P S. So Justice League Dark: Apocalypse War. Um. Anyway, so so let's see. So there's um there's a character called John Constantine. I'm sure that comic book people know this and they're just going to be pissed. But anyway, John Constantine and a character named Raven are seen in an underground fight club where Constantine is paralyzed with fear and embarrassment because they're facing a couple of bad guys. And Constantine says, uh, oh, great. My ex is here. And then Raven looks at Harley Quinn, who's one of the bad guys that's there, who's staring at them both. And she asks him, you and Harley? Gross. And he says, quote, do I look mad? 
Uh, and then the cartoon cuts to King Shark standing behind beside Harley, who then smirks, showing his zigzag teeth and suggestively winking. So, um, a, a, so a, a, apparently a bisexual crumpled suit wearing detective who happens to be a warlock used to bone a humanoid shark who is a dude so <laughs> anyway wow that, okay wait no i'm still on, i'm still on it i'm still just let it settle let it settle <laughs> uh, nope i don't get it <laughs> so like uh Do, wasn't constantine a movie with keanu reeves is this the same thing does john wick maybe i don't nope, know what you're talking I mean, about yes he's in that but keanu reeves has been in other stuff too really he wasn't just in bill and ted in the matrix and that's it <laughs> um and then yeah so i oh my god i don't get it so then um on so uh, he's voiced by matt ryan in the animated film um who has done the role before uh is from from dc's legends of tomorrow and apparently they've been pretty open about his bisexuality and uh, in, in other incarnations of this character. But um, people are like, but apparently he'll also fuck sharks. Like, what does that mean? And <laughs> Is this the shape of water? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then, and then as somebody on Twitter said... I can't believe John Constantine totally bottomed for King Shark. <laughs> and then the the writer, uh, the writer and showrunner, Marguerite Scott, confirmed it by saying, quote, believe it. I can't believe they let me write this. So I have, <laughs> I I have a little that. bit of a I have a little bit of a problem with this, though, because basically the scene happened. This person on Twitter said, oh my God, John Constantine totally bottomed for that shark. And then the writer said, uh, be believe it, I can't believe they let me write this shit. Now, the, at least this article on Pink News is like, oh my God, John Constantine is totally a bottom. And like, it's canon. The writer said so. And hmm. like, it, it just seems, it just seems like a, like a, like a, um, first an unnecessary detail. Who cares who was on top? Um, but I do. <laughs> but it also feels like a jk rowling like ex post facto oh dumbledore's totally mm. gay kind of a moment but instead of well like... i disagree like if there's something in there that's suggestive i i still think that i feel like there are three levels one is like it's explicit in there it's it'd be like wink thanks for fucking me real nice like if that's one level it's explicit the other the, this is the middle level where like the wink and it was suggested and we can read between the lines and then there's the third level which is jk rowling which is like you know 10 years later you're like oh wait did i mention double doors gay did i forget to write that down i swear <laughs> i put a sentence in there did i not did i forget oh well that's true like just making it up you know so i think this is in that middle territory yeah all right well i think that you might be into it because king shark has like big arms and is real mean you sound like you're describing like avengers endgame plus jaws plus Sean Cody. Queer as folk. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which I like. Don't get me wrong. I'm down. King Shark also has like a big scar down his face and only one eye as far as I can tell. Anyway, it, he's just like, yeah, he'd treat you real bad. Uh, I wonder if and that's the news. <laughs> I wonder if he'd let me fuck his empty eye hole. Oh, God. <laughs> 
God. <laughs> Quarantine has okay. made you real dark. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, like uh, straight guys like quote unquote accidentally put their dick in the ass instead of the vagina. They're like, whoop, whoops. How did I get to that hole? I'd be mm-hmm. nose blasting the shark and then be like, oh, whoops. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to keep doing this. I'm already inside your eye. Okay, um, you're you're a verse bottom, except when it comes to eye sockets of non mammals. <laughs> <laughs> this is my kink. Um, uh, I have actually one more news story that just I know off the top of my head, and that is also a, a downer. Um, uh, Nina Pop is a black trans woman that was found stabbed in her apartment. Um, and I, and kind of goes along with a pattern of, oh, Mike, can I do one new story myself instead of you? Here we go. Yeah, we're, I'm listening. Great. I'm listening. Uh, we're in the middle of it. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and this, so this continues the, what has con- like year after year, there's been a shitty trend of, uh, murders of trans people, particularly trans people of color. This is one more in that list and uh, really shitty. And it's hard because there not only is there COVID, but there's also a, a lot of other unfortunate stories of black people being murdered that are in the news right now. Um, I mean, they're a, makes sense. They're in the news, but also um, this is one I want to make sure it doesn't get lost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I've yeah. told thirteen people. <laughs> um, okay. Should I thank our Patreon members? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Okay, okay, okay. Hi, Patreon members. This is just for you. If you're not oh, a hey, patron, what? We had a Patreon happy hour last week, and we did. Like, a whole bunch of people showed up, and it was real awesome because I was like, I was like expecting to throw a party and have four people there and yeah that was a lot of fun uh that was really nice like chatting with everyone and i didn't even realize how late it was we're thinking like once a quarter maybe something like that yeah yeah we'll let you know sounds like people enjoyed that and and yeah we'll plan on doing that more we'll let you know when that's coming maybe probably great um thank you to patreon (laughs) members jairo pena uh which i think sounds like a really sweet spanish word that i don't know what it means jairo pena uh it's like jalapeno's brother. Okay. Uh, Tipsy McStumbles. <laughs> one of the... Tipsy McStumbles. One of the great uh, names that we have had. Uh, Alice Berman. Um, which Alice so- Alice Berman sounds legit. Yeah, It's like, it's Dr. Alice Berman, but she doesn't like to use it's... the doctor because she's not pretentious. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, and Kevin Henderson. Hey, Kevin. Thank you, everyone. So... Um, if you want to Kevin, up- thanks you thanks for having a name Kyle could say. Did you put him last because you can say it? I didn't I have not thought about stuffing the difficult ones in the middle. Um but- <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you have. So I could like sprint Just not through- changing the order. <laughs> just so i could sprint through them vocally um thank you to our patreon members if you want bonus content episodes get the regular episodes a day early uh you can go to gayish podcast nope you can go to patreon.com slash gayish podcast ta-da ta-da uh do you want to talk about disabilities yeah, let's let's talk about disability. So we're gonna have uh Andrew Gerza on who um does disability after dark. That's a podcast. 
he's been on our show before. It was the episode about uh, power dynamics. Yeah. And then we've been on his show a couple of times and they, it's always been really uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> but wait, okay. You need to clarify now because that could sound mean. Um, intentionally so. And I always appreciate it. He like likes to see able-bodied people squirm when it comes to talking about disability and he he oh, like yeah, it, yeah. It, it makes for really good conversation and it makes for really good content and it's it's kind of it's kind of rough being on the receiving end of that well, yeah yeah it is uh like hey we're gonna force you to confront a thing that you don't have to like with that's probably the point like we're gonna force you to confront this thing that you don't have to think about and don't really have the vocabulary for and it's probably good that we have to do that and deal with it and and talk on his show so yeah 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 do we need yeah. to make him feel uncomfortable back how do we do I that don't, i don't I think don't, he has okay one one thing i love about andrew is i don't think he has discomfort in him I, do. like, I, I don't think that that's a thing he's capable of he's like my mom don't have a game of who can fuck with who more because like she's gonna win you gonna get <laughs> we, fucked um <laughs> You were the one that uh, wanted to do this topic. Why? What made you want to do this episode? I've talked about it before on the show. I love fucking love. It's amazing. Fucking watch it right now. The show Sex Education. And in season two of Sex Education, there is a uh, a character named Isaac who is a wheelchair user. And I, from my able-bodied lens, thought that that character was handled really well. Um, it, it, it seemed to be... Uh, important to the character without being the only thing about the character that he was in a wheelchair, which isn't something that I've seen a lot of. And um, I, I wanted to talk to somebody who's actually an expert in these kinds of things, who's actually a wheelchair user. Hey, what, what did you think about that? So hopefully he did his homework and watched it and we can talk about it. Um, and Did you let him and, know in advance? Yes, okay, I specifically okay, have okay. said at least twice that I wanted okay. to talk about that character, but also disability in the media in general. And then, you know, we, we should we should talk about disability more because you can be you can be gay and disabled. And um, we really we really should, you know, respect intersectionality and sort of explore intersectionality. And this is a good opportunity to do that. Yeah. Speaking of a good intersection between gay and disabled. Uh, I love a fucking segue, Kyle. Good job. <laughs> here we go. Ride your segue down this intersection. Uh only when the light says you can walk uh, because <laughs> this is Gata. Um, so I got this from a PDF on LGBTmap.org called LGBT people with disabilities there. Once I found that, I was like, this is, this is that's what I was looking for. So thanks. Um, and they, <laughs> in that PDF, uh, have a ton of different studies that they reference so if you want to go look at all the sources you can check them there the the studies were somewhere in the uh 2010s so and this is the percentage of the population of different populations with a disability this is based on u.s data um so the general population 27 percent of people have a disability which already had no idea lgbt people with a disability mike would you think that'd be more or less than the general population i'm gonna ask more i would have said the same thing lgbt people 25 percent have a disability so that was like okay that was really surprising to me um I, I, i've seen there are different studies uh one said a third so they're 
uh, of LGBT people have a disability. So there's some ranges, but at least to be consistent, I'm using all one PDF. If I'm wrong, I'm going to be wrong on all of it because I'm using one source uh, that had multiple sources. No, I'm being real smart. Okay, I'm good. Uh, okay. So even though overall LGBT people were less likely than general population to have uh, a disability, uh, it broke it down even further by different categories. And interestingly, uh, gay people were the least likely to have a disability at 26%. Uh, trans people at, um, and bi's and lesbians uh, were at around 40%. 40%? I know, right? I tried to look into like what... Okay, we talked about this on our Patreon episode, but I did the thing where I, like I wanted to know what that breakdown is. Like that seemed like a lot to me, and I don't know if that's on an individual. You don't want to be like, what is your specific disability? But on a statistical level, like it would be interesting to see all the different types of disabilities LGBT people have and how that compares to the general population. Anyway, I didn't see any of that, so um, you know this includes the whole range of like physical disabilities. Uh, Things like depression, anxiety, which are mental illnesses, like all all that shit is all in there. Oh, yeah. Okay. In which case, I'm I'm surprised it isn't higher for gay people. <laughs> I know. I know. Same. 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 Um, yeah. So more common, at least. Maybe it's I all the twinks say, I'm not depressed. I'm gay. And they <laughs> are mislabeling their own experience. Man, twinks have it so good for like, it's like Olympic, Olympic athletes. Like. You're going to have it so good, but it's for such a short period of time. Like once you get out of that window, man, you got to figure out what to do with the rest of your life now. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you, do you want to take a break and talk to Andrew? Sure. When we come back from the break, we will have Andrew Gerza of Disability After Dark with us to chat more about this. And it's going to be great. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Should we take a break? <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. So are we back? We're back. We're back. Uh, <laughs> we are here with Andrew Gerza of the podcast Disability After Dark. Uh, welcome back to the show, Andrew. Hello. Thank you for having me back again. I'm so happy to be here. Should we say friend of the show, Andrew Gerza? Do I we mean, have a, yeah. a friend of the show list? If so, you'd be on. Can I it, be but... your gimp of the show? Can I be your like yes. your like <laughs> cripple of the show? Is that is yes? It... But but the thing is, we'd have to put an asterisk and be like, but no, Andrew totally said we could say this. Like you know, we'd have to be like, no, this is totally fine. Can you make a shirt that says gimp of the show with that asterisk? I would buy that. <laughs> and I know like three other gimps that you know who would buy that. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, no, I no, we can't. We can't sell a shirt with the word "kimp" on it. We're just not that. <laughs> we just can't. You can do that. We can't. I can do that. My I could totally do that for my podcast. Maybe I should. Uh, before we before we move on uh, any further, um, happy birthday! It was your birthday last week. Thank you. It was my birthday last week. I am uh, thirty six. What the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? Is this that thing where you're actually 36 again because you've been 36 several years in a row or like you're like legit? No, no, I'm like officially like I'm legit 36. Are you trying to are you trying to shade me? I don't know if I, no. I don't know. Well, fucking Dan's face would suggest that you were shading me. So I, 
the last time we were on your show, you asked if I was fifty. So, like, I feel like all of this is this is acceptable. <laughs> it's, it's a fair play. It's a fair play. I was only saying you're fifty because maybe I like daddies. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. So disability. Uh, so disability. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about before we before we like really dive in too deep here is that uh, we recently did a Patreon episode about. Uh, Washington State has a Supreme Court justice now who is uh, her, her name's Justice Whitener. And she is, let's see, she's she's uh, she's black. She's gay. She's disabled. She's an immigrant. And like she's just like everything, like all of the things. She in one sounds person like is... she's my favorite person. How do I be your best friend? <laughs> like <laughs> we, we really should. Dan, get on that. We want to talk to her. No, I'm kidding. Um, so one th- one thing I wanted to ask, like circle of trust uh, style, if 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 we could, is that um, in none of the articles that I read about her in preparation for that episode could I find out what her disability was, and then I felt bad for trying to figure it out, like. Um, and I, I'm I'm wondering, like, what's the what's the etiquette on that? Because I think there's a natural curiosity, but also maybe there shouldn't be. I think that you can be curious, and you can think that, and you could like. I think I think there's a natural curiosity. It's what would happen if you walked up to her and were like, "Excuse me, Judge, uh, what's your disability?" <laughs> like that. That's where the problem is. I'm not saying. I think the curiosity is valid. I think I think everyone is naturally curious, and I think when we encounter things we don't normally encounter i.e disability it's common to be like "Mm, what's going on there i want to know like explain this to me but i think it's how you then process that in your mind and then choose to either be super ignorant about it like excuse me person can you just like tell me about your disability without any you don't know who i am but i'm a stranger can you just tell me why you're disabled like that that's where that's where i have a problem with it it's not that the curiosity is invalid it's the way that the curiosity is usually mm. presented to the person mm. mm-hmm. that makes sense because like it, hopefully the curiosity that you don't know about like you never know like you just never know about so like you have to deal with the one that is vocalized to you yeah and i mean i mean she anybody with a disability has the right to not disclose their disability to you i because I'm a self-proclaimed educator and it's what I do, I have no problem educating people about my disability and making jokes about it. And like my grinder name for the last few months has been like cerebral ballsy. And like, I play, you know, I really, I play with it. It's not something that I am uncomfortable with. or what is it today? Um, you broke Cere- Kyle. Cerebral ballsy is great. <laughs> I mean, it's, I've used it and I've gotten a lot of like hot dudes from all over the world being like, hey, your name's hilarious. Like, it's funny. Like, I, I don't, I as an educator have made it my choice to openly talk about my cerebral palsy and not, like, it's not a problem for me. It's a, it's a point of, I won't say joy because there are moments where, like, I really fucking hate my disability but it's a point of uh what is the word i want it's just something that i that i'm not that i'm not ashamed of and i'm not ashamed of talking about all of that with people and when it comes to like gay dudes why why shouldn't i play with that i had my grinder name a few weeks ago was like want to touch my joystick it was just it's it was just (laughs) playful (laughs) 
So since you self-disclosed, uh, can you maybe educate us a little bit on what CP is, what that means for your life? Yeah, I just did an episode on my podcast, Shameless Plug, uh, where I did What's Your Condition? And I talk about what CP is. And what I learned was, because I just did a, a giant goog, because I didn't, I realized I didn't know a lot about what it was either. It's a, it's an umbrella term for a number of movement disorders that affects the cerebellum. So for me, I was born three months early, was born in May, should have been born in August. Hmm. I have brain damage. Which means that I just, for me, it means I can't walk, can't do a lot of fine motor skills. Um, and I, Are you always early? <laughs> In what sense, Mike? I mean, like for appointments and shit like that. No, no, that's not, what, that's not where I was going. But I, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you always come early? <laughs> Sometimes, yes. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm notoriously late because I have to deal with shitty paratransit. Yeah. Uh, I imagine so. So I'm notoriously horribly late. Um, but yeah, CP is, is really vast for a lot of, like it's a really, it's really not specific. So one person could use a wheelchair, one person could be walking, one person could have intellectual disabilities on top of physical disabilities, could have speech issues, so many different variables. Like my friend Eva Sweeney, who, who lives in LA and was a, consultant on that show special has cp and also works in sex and disability and she's nonverbal and can't can't verbalize the way i could but she's again totally cognitively non-impaired and can totally have a conversation just a different way so it looks different for everybody yeah okay um you mentioned special um which is one of those shows okay again circle of trust don't let anyone hear this episode um i was like that's cool super it's cool. a podcast that's what people <laughs> do with them <laughs> we're not airing this one this is going to be the secret lost episode so let's get real dirty cool um, <laughs> um so mike my number is six foot <laughs> <laughs> um how thick no okay um wow what, uh, <laughs> are you talking like Coke bottle or like uh, I've heard people say it's a beer can you can just watch my porn uh, and you can decide for yourself that's true that's true okay okay no but what I was really going to ask is the, the um, show special um, which is a Netflix show and I saw you tweet about it when it came uh, out I haven't watched it yet what I know. Does you want to do an episode on disability and you didn't fucking watch special? Because I wanted I to have... come in with it, it with a with fresh eyes and bring a new Listen, lens. Well, when on... we have our first date, we can watch it together and we critique it as we're naked <laughs> in bed. Just, how does that? <laughs> I remember you tweeting about the TV show special. Uh, I'm curious to get your take on like why that was important to you. That show was important to me because I know Ryan O'Connell. We're friends. He's a he's a buddy of mine. He's where we found out about each other around the same time I started writing blogs and writing for HuffPost and doing all the stuff that I do. He was also doing it and people were like, oh my God, did you see what he he's doing? He's stealing your like niche. And so there was a, there was a tinge of like weird professional jealousy of like, dude, you're on my territory. Get the fuck out. But then we kind of became friends and started talking to each other and like we knew what each other was doing and we started just talking to each other over Skype and I had him on the, on my show and like we just chatted a bunch. And he ended up being just a really 
good friend and I read his book and he's like really, really just he he created this niche for himself, you know, being queer and disabled and being really like flamboyant about him, being really upfront, like being really like being really sassy about it in a way that I wasn't. And I was like, I like this, like good for you. And so I found out about special So he's the writer and a- lead actor writer right? creator star creator. producer yeah. all that so he I, I knew about special before it was special i knew about it when it was going to be a web series on his youtube channel i knew about it before it was huh. like i knew something was in the works for him way before it was a thing and i think the show is great because you haven't watched it so i can't speak directly about it to you because you're you didn't do your homework for this episode. Sure. Um, you misread the assignment. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the show is about his experiences being gay and disabled in Hollywood. And that was, and like trying to navigate being a young gay disabled guy in Hollywood. And I really think it was groundbreaking because we haven't seen that on TV before. Mm-hmm. That's not been on TV before. And it was really. I watched it twice. The, I mean, the episodes were 10 minutes each, so you could get done the whole series in an hour, quite frankly, in an hour. You were done. And that was really... I felt he was... I felt he was robbed in that way because every other series would get an hour, 30 minutes, 28 minutes. Mm. His series got 15, and it was like, well, why didn't you give him more? So, mm. But I feel like putting that conversation on TV... He created a version of himself that wasn't, in my opinion, wasn't entirely likable. And I like that, too, because he mm. he was playing against the idea that the minute I tell you I'm disabled, you're going to think everything I do is amazing. <laughs> and so his character, you haven't seen it, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. But his character, <laughs> um, you know, does some really fucked up things and says some really shitty things and like, you know. But his character also hires a sex worker, also talks about, like, you know, trying to date and have a disability, but also does, says some shitty stuff to his mom, who's trying to have a relationship with a guy. And so, like, it's a really interesting, like, character study in how you can be disabled and not necessarily a great person. Yeah. So I have a... I have a, have a review, a review that Variety wrote and, and called the main character, quote, quick and snarky, deeply insecure, and sometimes more selfish than he's willing to admit. He makes mistakes and pays for them. Yeah. And that's what I, I mean, I, I, I really enjoy that about his character because usually when you see disabled people in the, in media, they are angelic and sweet and beautiful and they're on their deathbed or they could do no wrong and they're so great and blah, blah, blah. And this guy was like, kind of an asshole and i was like this is important because guess what i could be an asshole too like <laughs> it was really important to, to see that this is something i absolutely learned from you and now see uh, more and more often um is uh disability porn i think is how you describe it can you can you tell me a little bit you more mean, about that you mean inspiration porn oh sorry yes inspiration porn disability That's what porn you is were, what i did where i, I fucked I, that guy for an hour <laughs> Yes, inspiration you were in porn. disability porn. <laughs> inspiration porn. <laughs> yeah, inspiration porn is when... Like, I mean... It was pretty gay. I, no, it was, it, was 22, it was 22 minutes of like... An hour gay? And we had to play brothers. It was very weird. <gasps> it was not my ideal porn scene, but I don't know. He was, he was a, a friend of mine. He called me bro a bunch. He called me up. It was fun. Mm. Um... <laughs> 
great. He like Sorry, what? Oh. anyway, so inspiration point is the idea that like oh, good for you. You're doing something with your day. Oh, wow. You're disabled and you breathe today. I should be I should I feel so blessed to know you. Wow. And it's that kind of stuff or it's like when they when they do a news story about like tonight at 11. A really sweet, touching story about how so-and-so wanted to go to the prom, but she couldn't because she's in a wheelchair. And so her classmates saved up all the money and threw a prom for her. Wow. And they do, like, they, they, they do a whole new story about how like Nancy wanted to go to the prom, but she couldn't because disability. So then this, the other students did it, and they do this thing where they like talk to everybody except Nancy and be like, well, why did you do this for her? And they're like, oh, because she's so great, and we're so friends. And meanwhile, they haven't spoken to her ever, but the news is there, so like... It's a great story, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something I think... I think something else I've seen since I've seen you post about it is when when um, when people post, they will say, like, look at what these two able-bodied people did for this disabled person. Look at these two able-bodied people. They're so cool. They're so generous. Like, its focus is not on the disabled person. Yeah, the focus is on the able-bodied people doing this great thing. And I think, like, I th- maybe they did do a great thing. Like, I think it's it's okay to do great things for disabled people, but it isn't okay for, like, the news people, or for you, to take out your phone and then be like, I'm gonna film this guy helping this other guy have lunch. And I'm gonna put it all over social media. Like, I know I've seen it. I've seen it where where Somebody will offer to help somebody with a disability have lunch and we'll feed them the food, which is, you know, something I have help with every day. And so that's that's great. But like, why would you film it and then put it on Twitter? Like, why? Why does it have to be a viral? Why did it have to go viral? So you're talking about like inspiration porn and and Kyle's point that like it's focused on on like the the, the able-bodied folks instead of the, the person with disability. Um it's a little bit of an awkward segue, but uh, I wanted to talk about a text message that I got from a listener and and then cool. chat about that. Yeah. So uh, uh, young Nicholas, who's one of, of Big Fatty's friends, um, texted me and said, um, can you all do an episode for ALS? My brother-in-law is suffering from ALS. I'm currently talking to somebody with ALS and the struggles they face as being LGBT with a disability. Just trying to raise awareness for the disease and help people understand. And where my head went, like uh, immediately th- thinking about ALS, uh, is uh, the, the ice bucket challenge, which it's been a few years since we had that. Yeah. But that whole thing feels like an ex- exercise in what we were just talking about, right? It's it's hot people taking their shirt off and dumping water on themselves, feeling great that they've done something for this this disease. Uh, do you do you remember the ice bucket challenge? Do you guys? I, I do. The- I remember a bunch of that. Like Chris Pratt took his shirt off and did one. Like I I, I watched Ellen five years ago when it was like I remember. I remember <laughs> it was you know it was the thing everybody did. John Krasinski did it. Like all my all my like wet dream lovers did did that. <laughs> and I think like it's so hard when we are trying to raise money for these causes. And I think I think people's hearts are in the right place. I don't think that. They mean it. I genuinely don't think it's meant to be malicious. And that's where I think when we talk about inspiration porn and we talk about ableism and we talk about all these things, we have to try to remember, and I see it with a lot of other disability activists, they're mad all the time. They're angry all the time and every every able-bodied person for just trying to figure it out. And I think, and I was one of them, so I can I can speak to it. Like I was angry all the time too, but it's, it's not worth it. It isn't... <laughs> 
it's really hard to be mad at everything all the time when people are just trying to learn. And if I can use my platform to teach somebody, why wouldn't I do that? So with, with the ALS thing, I would probably say like, cool, awesome, you want to do this. Maybe include a disabled person in this. Like maybe throw some ice on a person with CP and like, or, you know, do something where they're included. So you're not only like, you're not making it all about how great you are. And at the same time, if that money is actually going to research for ALS and if it is something that, that the community wants to have kind of to change the narrative, then great. Show me that the money is going to actually disable people. Like, is it going to line your pockets? Then then that sucks. But if it's actually going to disable people for the thing, great. And I really don't think that most non-disabled people are... They just don't know any better. They're ignorant. And I don't mean that in like, you're an ignorant asshole. It's just like you're ignorant and that you just don't know. So I want to use my platform to teach people about disability in a way that doesn't shame them for not knowing. Yeah, saying or doing the wrong thing out of ignorance is great because you're ignorant. We can fix that. It's, it's when you're being intentionally an, or, or an, an evil douchebag despite knowing what's true. That's that's a, that's a different kind of evil. Yeah, exactly. It's like you have to be ignorant, but then also open to changing that ignorance. I mean, I've said this a bunch before. If I think you're hot and you say an ignorant thing and I want to suck your dick, I will probably teach you about <laughs> disability because I think you're hot. So, no, no. But what I mean, what I mean is like the average person doesn't mean it. And if you tell them they're being, you know, if you tell them what they did hurts you and was ableist and they continue, then it's a problem. But it, like with me, everybody gets at least one. I think there are a lot of Karens in the world that need to understand that just because it didn't come from a malicious place doesn't mean it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exa- I mean, exactly. Exactly. And I think that, but I think it's also. I think it's also important for those of us with disabilities, and this is just my opinion. If you want to shoot me down, go ahead. Andrew at com. I think um, <laughs> I think that a lot of disabled people need to also take a breath and try to go into these conversations not leading with, I'm pissed off at you because you're able-bodied and you don't get it. That doesn't help anybody. I know, and I was there, and I've had those conversations, and I've been that angry disabled person. It made me sick. Like, it made me just physically unable to do my job, and to, I never felt good, I never felt happy, I never felt okay. So I, I pivoted to, how can I use my platform to give to give my community tips and tricks on how to, to, how to learn about disability without shaming them for not knowing? Yeah, yeah. Well, a, a couple of quick things about ALS, uh, and then we can m- move on. Um, a- ALS is uh, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. It's because the, a very famous football or football, fuck my ass, a, a baseball player. Yes, please. When uh, is that happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, when l- is l- that l- happening? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Luke Garrick, who was a famous, uh, fuck, I want to say football so bad. Luke Garrick, a famous baseball player, uh, was affected by it in 1939. Um, it's also, it was, uh, Stephen Hawking, uh, who, who ultimately, um, had a crazy, amazing career in, in physics. Um, despite also kind of a douche, apparently I've heard that from, from, from several people. Um, and uh, 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 a quick uh, LGBT thing that uh, Dan found for me. Um, apparently, uh, 
uh, a Obergefell, a Obergefell that uh, in as like from Obergefell v. Hodges that legalized gay marriage in the United States. Apparently, his husband had ALS and ultimately passed away from complications of ALS. So, um, hmm. it's uh, it's it's a it's a thing people need to know. And um, I'm I'm here if you want to take your shirt off and throw water on yourself. I'll watch. I mean, that. how many hours do you have? Me taking my shirt is going to take 25 minutes by itself alone. But, I mean... It makes good wanna, podcast content. If you're into struggle porn, I can do it for you. Just let me know. <laughs> oh, that's not usually the struggle porn I watch, but I like... It's a new avenue I've never explored. Uh, yeah, I think... And, uh, Andrew, are there... Oh, go ahead, Kyle. Oh, yeah, um... Uh, something pe- a lot of people don't know. Lou Gehrig famously loved pouring ice water on himself. Did he actually? No, no, I just made that up. <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, is that where it came from? Because no, I just have no idea. That's such a weird thing. Like, it, it does make me wonder, Andrew. Is, is there a is there a is there a, a gimmicky fundraising thing in the CP world? Like, not that uh, like, I can. <laughs> meaning, we can start one. Think of. I mean, <clears throat> well, the gimmicky thing i want to start in the cp world is probably very x-rated and <laughs> would not be would not many charities would not wait, approve of what i would want okay. to do okay wait wait wait. can you give us our idea and then we can work we can walk it back into pg territory what? okay wait I, everybody everybody flashes their dick on twitter and we call it pp for cp <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> i love it it's weird i support it it's so strange but okay. <laughs> Great. Post, You're here for post hashtag CC for PP. <laughs> Probably um, use the number four because that's cool and hip. So. <laughs> so weird. But I'm here for it. Yes, please. All the porn stars. You, I know, and I know porn stars listen to this show. So uh, do it. So get on, get on it. Baby, Jesus. baby. Come on. Aren't we all friends? Have we all worked together? You, flash that dick. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Great. Okay, I killed the joke. <laughs> no, well, no, I, Mike, you wanted to talk about sex education. Sex education. I keep waiting for you to do that. Oh, sure. So, Andrew, did you do your homework? Because we've been talking about this for months now. I, I did not. I know, but I know, but I know, but I know, but I know the guy has a disability. I know he's actually disabled, and I know he's a bit of a snark in the show. That's all I know. That's all I need. Sex Education, an amazing show in which Gillian Anderson fucking slays it. Um, uh, in season two, the whole season, there is a character named Isaac who is a wheelchair user. And um, he is uh, the neighbor of one of the main characters. And he and his brother, who is his caretaker, they steal propane from her. So, like, he's immediately a a sort of conflicted character in in the the the, that the the presentation right because full-on like stealing from this chick and a wheelchair user and they're sort of using i think the effect of inspiration porn to get away with it anyway uh and then he ends up being a super awesome dude um he's played by an actor named george robinson who was paralyzed at age 17 in a rugby accident and sex education is his first role uh he's super sexy and fun and has this like like really um sort of cool and confident 
um, presentation. And I just I wanted I wanted to ask about, you know, if if you had watched it, like what your what your feelings were, because as an able bodied person, I think that I'm susceptible to the awe factor and not seeing what's problematic as much about 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 a character. So um, instead of focusing on sex education, that person, assignment, I misread (laughs) the assignment. No worries. It's fine. It's fine. Well, here's your here's your makeup assignment. We'll give you partial credit for answering this question. Okay, uh, teacher. Are, are there, <laughs> Daddy? Are there examples wow. of dis- disability in the media that you think are really well done, or is it just all shit? Well, my documentary. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I do, I do think there's some good representation. I mean, I'm got to go back to Ryan O'Connell. That's a great, like, got to go back to special. That's a great example of a character that's fucked up and flawed and real and i think uh also the guy from that show speechless on abc is not you know that was a family-friendly show and they had to be really careful what they did on that show because of they were on abc and a big network and blah blah but again that was also really great it was a great start i think we need to see more disabled characters on like hbo shows and on like like darker stuff like you know we need to see i was i tweeted a couple weeks ago like i would love to see um a fucking disabled detective on svu or like you know Mm. like put something in there that isn't just oh my god you're disabled and your world is so hard i think there are really great opportunities for representation that hollywood doesn't know how to to capitalize on quite yet when you see disability represented in the media good or bad what what tends to be the problems that you see like are there common things that everyone fucks up oh yeah there are you didn't use a disabled actor because why didn't you like fuck off there are disabled (laughs) actors out there they're looking for work like Artie and glee Artie and glee i i used to think was a pretty good representation except that actor is not disabled well then then, well then right away it was a horror and then his whole story arc about like I want to get robot legs to walk. Like, what the fuck? What? Excuse me? Like, that's not how this really works. What? <laughs> My girlfriend bought me an exoskeleton. Like, are you ridiculous? That's not how any of that would work. Um, <laughs> they always, I was watching an episode of Law and Order the other day, and they had a character who had disabilities and was being abused by their caretaker. And the way they treated, the way they talk about wheel, like, oh, he's in a wheelchair. <gasps> like, shock. Oh goodness! It's, it's so it's always the like shitty p- plot point of like oh, you're disabled and therefore there's another layer of how sad your life is and how horrible mm. this thing is. And it's like you know, could they just be in a wheelchair and have it not be a big deal? <laughs> like, like why? That's what I like yeah. about shitty. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I was just gonna say that's what I like about shitty disabled people, but that sounds weird. But like the oh. idea that like <laughs> we're you're... pretty great though. I mean, I mean as a as a shitty disabled person who's done some shitty things to some shitty people. Well, so okay, did we do it? We covered all of disability and never have to speak of it again. Like <laughs> cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we talked about all of the things. We talked about ALS. We talked about sex education. We talked about other media representation. We talked about. We did it. We talked about all the things. Cool. We did it. Yay.
and I'm, I'm sure we'll be back to this topic too it's one of the ones that's just like too it's too it's too broad to it's cover too meaty in, and girthy and juicy and hot um <laughs> right that's right <laughs> yep yeah i'm sure this beer can of a topic will be back um so <laughs> so should we take a break i've been waiting for you to ask yes let's take a break <laughs> let's take a break break a break this is the part where mike and kyle take a break are we back we're back we're back we're gonna do our gays and straightest but first andrew gerza where can people find out more about you what you're up to what you're doing give us plug all of the holes do it they can follow me by going to www.andrewgerza.com they can also follow my my new brand that's my new brand is handy that i'm doing with my sister it's a sex toy company for Disabled people by disabled people, and it's all about putting pleasure within reach. They can sign up for updates about that because we're trying to create the first line of sex tech for disabled people. They can follow us there at www.thatshandyhandywithani.co, and they can sign up for updates there. They can follow me on the Twitter at it's Andrew Gerza, and on the Instagram too, it's Andrew Gerza, and all the places. And they can also download my my podcast, which does. A much broader look at sex and disability, disability after dark. Uh, they can download new episodes of that every Thursday and bonus episodes throughout the week when I get bored and want to put a thing up. <laughs> I, I'm just starting to do more content because why the fuck not quarantine? Uh, they can follow that wherever they get their podcast. Awesome. Sweet. Well, um, no, no, Mike. No. Um, one thing I'll mention what? before we get into our stuff. Uh, we have two new things of merch that you can find on a merch store. Um, one is uh, Gay for Pay Attention to Me, a new t-shirt that we have up. And we also have a face mask with our logo on it. So thanks, Dan, for getting those things created. So go to gayishpodcast slash merch if you want to see those or any of our merch. Well, our website is gayishpodcast.com which you can go to gagepodcast.com slash merch for all the shit that we have on the stuff. <laughs> is, there, is there an echo in here? Yes, What's Kyle. the deal? Um, yes, Kyle. Shut up. Our, you can go to all of our social media. It's at Gayish Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Are you doing ASMR? What's happening? When I, I, I was trying to figure out to, whether to end that in a period or a comma, and I decided period. Our hotline is 5855-GAYISH. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our email is gmail at gayishpodcast.com. Gmail. Although apparently it's maybe not been working. I need to get the password oh. for the new thing so that I can check our redirects because some people were trying to use that and it wasn't working. Oh, JK. Okay. Uh, our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. It should work. And if it's not working, we should sue those motherfuckers. Anyway, okay. Uh, and our our uh, our physical mailing address, if you want to send us things, the things we've received. Uh, P.O. Box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Um, oh, we should say the four R's. We've not done that in a while. Please, please, please. It helps us out so much if you do any or all of the four R's. Rate, review, rubscribe, and recommend. <laughs> Um, oh, while we're still in the contact cool. thing, also, like uh, people on the Facebook group are probably tired of hearing about it. 
and I'm trying to minimize it because I feel bad because er- not everybody's into it or whatever. But I've been playing World of Warcraft and there's enough people who listen to Gayish that play World of Warcraft that have found each other that we now have a World of Warcraft guild. So join us if you would like to. We're on the server Thunderlord. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yep. Yep. And um, you can find me. Uh, oh, God, I'll have to cut this. I'll say it next time. Can I call you Thunderlord from now on? <laughs> yes. I'd be offended if you didn't. Now, hold on. Just deal with it. Gaius and Stratus. No, hold on. I want to no. okay. I want to say the thing. Like, if people want to come to Thunderlord and they want to get a hold of me, they need to know my battle Kinks. tag. And I need to find Can my battle tag. Can we just tell them to join so the Facebook can... group and, they, and you'll find it? Or, or join Discord and go to the World of Warcraft uh, channel. That's the best way to do it. Join our Discord cool. server and go to the World of Warcraft channel. Thanks, Kyle. Our gayest and straightest. It's time for our gayest and straightest. Who wants to go first? Andrew Me. inhaled slightly, so I'm going to go with Andrew. Okay. I don't, um, the gayest thing I did this week was I had a wet dream. <gasps> go on. With my catheter <laughs> in, which is not exciting or fun oh i'm wearing i'm wearing a catheter right now because corona um mm. yeah it hurt having a catheter in your balls when you're trying to come is really not fun so but it, it's the gayest thing i did this week um straightest thing I what did was this the week? content of the dream i think we need to know the content of. The i dream. don't even remember you know those wet, wet dreams you're like waking up and you're like oh i guess i'm coming now great <laughs> <laughs> if any if i was hooking up with anyone and they said oh i'm coming now i don't know whether that'd be like a compliment or an insult it's (laughs) happened to me during sex sometimes because sometimes i don't have sex for long periods of time because disability and blah blah so when i get the chance to finally be with somebody i'll get really excited my body will release you know before i want to and i'll literally have to be like yeah i'm gonna come in five seconds like oh i just we just started what okay see if that ever happens because i'm usually the bottom so it's usually the the top that's like that happens to that comes i like take that as a compliment i'm like fuck yeah i nailed that i made you come so quick (laughs) i mean and it's not like you can't do it again oh yeah that's the best part especially if it happens really early at the beginning it's like cool and now I have a load in me. Now we can like do regular now, foreplay stuff. Now I can smoke a blunt and then talk to you, and then I can fuck you again, knowing a little bit more about you. Well, oh, let's not go too far. <laughs> yeah, you're starting to sound like me on the one no people yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. Keep going. Your straightest. <laughs> the straightest thing I did this week. Well, I've been in quarantine for like ever, but the mm. straightest thing I did this week was give. This straight jogger who was walking, who was jogging down my street without a mask, like the sternest, angriest, <gasps> like old lady look, me like you need to be wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get it together. Well, uh, my gayest is that um, I don't, still don't. Wait, no, no, no. That's my straightest. Hold on. I have two straightest things. Okay, everyone, shut up. Um. Okay. Okay. My straightest thing. <laughs> the look on Dan's face right now is keeping me the most energetic. You have a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
where all you show is his his reaction to your ridiculousness. <laughs> I would pay Let's an extra see. fucking five dollars a month on your Patreon just to watch that. It's like we have a Dan reaction YouTube channel where everything is just a Dan reaction video I to would, us talking. Seriously, and not even joking, I would pay five hundred bucks a month to watch that shit happen. <laughs> Dan, Dan, you can have a brief window where you're permitted to talk. Any opinions on this? Do you need? To- I was. I, I all I could think was Kyle. That's literally the, the entire structure of the show: gayest and straightest. Well, you know what, Dan. <laughs> Sometimes you're just super straight and you don't mean to be. Uh-huh. Um, oh, no. Uh, okay. You're delusional now. <laughs> what? Nothing. Do we get to vote on which of your straightest things is actually your gayest thing? Is that how sure. this is going to work yeah. out? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I like that. Okay. So my straightest thing is I ran out of sugar and I ran out of creamer. So I'd just been adding milk to my coffee. So the fact that I'm not adding sugar to my coffee makes me feel like... Yeah, I don't need it to be sweet. I can drink coffee with milk because I'm a man. Uh, that doesn't sound that straight. Sounds that just gay, sounds sad. Actually. That's gay? But that's <laughs> that straight. I don't need like, sugar. That just sounds like you got to call up the Instacart person and be like, please bring me my fucking creamer. <laughs> Uh, you think it's like super gay because reducing... you cut the carbs out of your coffee, basically. <laughs> oh. Although there are carbs in milk. Yep, yep. It's been it's been decided. Fucking Dan needs his own. Okay. You need your own fucking shit. You need your own reactions. <laughs> can that be a Patreon tier level that we can craft together, please? <laughs> um, apparently, well, some of our uh, <laughs> some of our members, Patreon members, have requested to control Dan's ass, like we did in one of our Patreon segments, where listeners got to control the butt plug in Dan's ass. So maybe a whole new there's going to be a level where you just get ac- all access passes to Dan. I mean, and, that and sounds fantastic. But I want to control his ass, for the, you know, after quarantine and after social distancing mm, in real life. I, well, this is the social distancing way to be in Dan. Um, <sighs> yeah, let's... but I have such a nice dick, though. I just feel like oh. I just feel like it's a waste. Otherwise, okay, make a mold of your dick, send it to Dan. Dan, you construct a vibrating. Okay, this is okay. Okay, well, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. What am I doing anymore in my life? Uh, my your other straightest. My my other straightest is I still have not done anything with Animal Crossing. I downloaded Animal Crossing, opened it up, and then immediately closed it because I was like, I don't know what's happening. I think this is Wait, Minecraft you, for homosexuals. Do you, Do you have a Switch? No, I have a Switch, the, but the not, new an- the- not the kind that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the new Animal Crossing everybody's playing is on Nintendo Switch. Like, no, I don't, oh, it is. No, there's an yes. app on your phone, right? I don't think that's the same thing. Dan, <laughs> it is think... definitely not the same. What is it? <laughs> it's a, it's an app that's been around a really long time. It is not New Horizons, which is the like exciting new one that everyone is playing. Okay, then correction. My straightest is I have no idea about what Animal Crossing even is or what's happening. That's my straightest. Agreed. Okay, Mike, can we... Are we still recording? Can we? Should we start now? Okay, yeah, go. Great, please great, go. Great. <laughs> so the uh, the gayest thing about me this week. Uh, Sorry, is, I feel like uh, this I entire let... episode has been me being like, please let's end this. I'm. I don't know why. I don't know what I'm doing. I think quarantine, or I don't know. Quarantine. <laughs> Quarantine. 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 <gasps>
Why have I never thought about that before? Episode 81, Pedophiles. Queer in teen. Oh, oh my god. Oh. Okay. I can't. Kay. I can't. I can't. Oh, I can't. No, I can't. No, that hit me, no, that hit me later can't than do I it. thought. No, 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 no. Age of consent is 16. Uh, okay, the gayest thing about me this week. Uh, so my roommate got super ass stoned and watched a fuck ton of YouTube videos on how to cut hair. So I let him practice on me and he gave me a haircut, which is why I look sort of, sort of camped. And um, the gayest thing about me was like halfway through the haircut, freaking the fuck out because I wasn't necessarily down with everything that was happening. And then, and then, and okay, then um, passively, aggressively haircut, not saying of... anything. Oh, I get it. I get it. I figured. I figured. Okay, like the worst, the worst possible outcome is that I just fucking shave my head because I've got buzzers and yeah. clippers, and I've done. I've done the like two guard all over thing before. It's, like Andrew, I yeah, can have Dan, Andrew's I, haircut. I, I like, see that's... your head. I see your head. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Turns me on. Yep, said it. There it is. But then he's like a couple of times asked why I haven't posted my new haircut on social media. And I've been like super passive aggressive about it. And that feels super gay. No, you were you were putting your life in someone else's hands and it's your fault. Yeah, I just know that I have to see nobody but you for a while. <laughs> um, uh, the straightest thing about me this week is that uh, I, I've gone back onto keto, which I think is totally gym bro straight to begin with. But um, I also found keto bread at Costco, which I'm pretty excited about. And I just have like I've had so many um, keto bread and ham and butter sandwiches. <laughs> oh, you sound like you're living in the 1940s right now. I know. Right, butter right, and but... ham sandwiches. Like, oh no, the the like the bomb, the the, the bombs are going to be coming down over your English <laughs> parish there. <laughs> yeah, true story. Um, yeah, great. Uh, so, so, so that's it. That's it. A uh, a special thank you to Andrew Gerza from Disability After Dark for being here with us again. Andrew, thank you so much for being a friend of the show. Anytime. Uh, and now that I've seen your producer, I, I want that fucking Patreon channel. <laughs> Just please. please. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it like once for me and I'll be so happy. Uh, also, thank you to Nicholas Barnum, the Nicholas Barnum, the rusty trombone for the ALS suggestion. Yeah. Anybody else to thank Kyle? Nope. Thank you. No thank you to myself. Let's. I'm going to be. <laughs> I don't know for being here, you know, for showing up, for being for, like, for being incredible, for really inspiring myself <laughs> to be the best me I can Ew. be myself. Uh, so that's it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Okay. Wow. This is the 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 easiest I've I've had all day. Okay. So